Welcome to Harmonia. I'm Angela Mariani. Some Baroque music theorists wanted to make music easier for the performer to play and more meaningful for the audience to hear. Others theorized to such abstraction that while their work may be brilliant, it's challenging to understand and apply. This hour, we'll explore music of a few 18th-century French, Swiss, and German theorists, both the pragmatic and the puzzling. Later in the hour, our featured release is Monsieur de Saint-Colomb et ses filles, intimate chamber music by Masters of the Viol and Harpsichord, performed by the Richard Consort.
Andreas Reitzer led the Cantus Firmus Consort in Ballet Divertissement from the one-act opera Le Devin du Village by Jean-Jacques Rousseau, a work that brought him both fame and wealth and the praise of King Louis XV. We'll hear more music by this Genevan philosopher, composer, music theorist, and all-around key figure of the Age of Enlightenment, as well as other music theorists from 18th century Europe later in the hour. Steeped in the evidence-based Enlightenment thought of mid-18th century France, Jean-Philippe Rameau developed theoretical concepts that are the basis of much of harmony teaching today. Interested in Newton's physics, Rameau described the tonic of a scale, the note C in C major, as a body that has gravitational pull both below and above it and the way the chords around that tonic C major behave in a way that ultimately seeks to get back to C major helps the listener feel like the piece is in that key. C major sounds like home. Despite Rameau's commitment to Enlightenment thought, he also trusted his musical instincts. Whatever the theory, he was still committed to, quote, the judgment of the ear to make good musical choices in performance and composition. Here is scene one from Rameau's Castor and Pollux.
Aradia Ensemble was led by Kevin Mallon in Overture and Scene One from Rameau's opera Castor and Pollux. Rameau was not alone in using Enlightenment methods to develop his music theory. Genevan philosopher Jean-Jacques Rousseau is most famous for his writings on politics, economics, and education. Many of his ideas from the Discourse on Inequality and the Social Contract fed into the fire of the French Revolution. Rousseau got into arguments with Rameau about which music was best. Rousseau preferred Italian music since melody is supreme, in other words, prioritized, while Rameau preferred French music, arguing that harmony was more important than melody. Let's hear the overture and opening scene from the opera Le Devin du Village, music by philosopher Jean-Jacques Rousseau. Thank you. 
donc bien charmante, imprudente bergère, ne crains-tu point les mots que j'éprouve en ce jour? Qu'elle m'a pu changer, tu peux avoir ton tour. Que me sert d'y rêver sans cesse? Guérir mon amour et tout augmente ma tristesse. Music by philosopher and composer Jean-Jacques Rousseau. That was the overture and opening scene from Rousseau's opera Le Devin du Village. Andreas Reitzel led the Cantus Firmus consort. While Rousseau may have despised Rameau's aesthetics, many composers of the day deeply admired Rameau. French composer and conductor André Campra was intrigued by Rameau's opera Hippolyte Arissi. Campra's operas were popular between the regal writings of Jean-Baptiste Lully and the colorful sound experiments of Jean-Philippe Rameau. We'll hear Quel Funeste Coup, an aria by André Campra.
Quel Funeste Coup, an aria from L'Europe Galante by André Campra. We heard Contralto Benedetta Mazzucato with Les Arts Florissants, led by William Christie. You can hear highlights from recent and archival concert recordings of early music and more on Harmonia Uncut. Listen online at harmoniaearlymusic.org and at your podcast platform of choice. You're listening to Harmonia. I'm Angela Mariani. Welcome back. We're exploring music by Baroque music theorists this hour. Have you ever nearly killed your best friend? Well, this almost happened to two longtime buddies, Johann Matheson and George Frederick Handel. In the middle of a performance of Matheson's Cleopatra, Matheson struck Handel with his sword. Handel amazingly survived because of a well-placed button on his jacket. The two were about 20 years old at the time. Luckily, not only did Handel survive, the two somehow remained friends. After Handel's death, Matheson helped ensure Handel's place in German music history when he published a German translation of the major Handel biography of the time, which was in English. Let's hear music Matheson wrote about a decade after the sword and button incident. Here are two dances from Matheson's Suite No. 1 in D minor for keyboard.
Gilbert Rowland harpsichordist performed Courant Double and Gigue, two dances by Johann Matheson from his keyboard suite in D minor. Matheson worked in many fields. In addition to being a composer and performer, he was a music theorist as well as a lexicographer and a diplomat. Matheson's writings are a puzzle. Sometimes he's the practical music director and teacher, and some of his writing teaches basic and in-depth musical knowledge. His Grosse General Bassschule, 1731, is a practical guide about how to play harmony on keyboard instruments and gives a window into how to improvise in German Baroque style. On the other hand, many of Matheson's writings can be abstruse and his opinions sometimes a bit elitist. In Der Musikalische Patriot, Matheson defends the use of theatrical tropes in church music, but then he also tears into opera in his city, Hamburg, decrying the public's poor taste. He could have learned a crowd-pleasing lesson or two from his friend Handel. Here are the opening minutes of a sacred work by Matheson, Magnificat a due cori.
Music from Magnificat a Due Cori by Johann Mattheson. Kölner Academy was led by Michael Alexander Willens. Everyone knows that it is thanks to your instruction that the viol honorably surpasses all other instruments, since it imitates the human voice. Words of praise from a student to teacher Monsieur de Saint-Colomb. Our featured release this hour focuses on this French composer and viol virtuoso. Let's begin with concerto number 27 for two equal bass viols, La Bourrasque, from the 2020 Mirare recording Monsieur de Saint-Colomb et ses filles by the Richard Consort. Thank you. 
The Richard Consort performed La Bourrasque, a concerto for bass viols by Monsieur de Saint-Colombe. Saint-Colombe's music was intimate, exclusive, and small, often for two or three indoor instruments, and only heard by a select few. He often performed in his home with his two daughters, forming a viol trio. Some of you may remember the film Tous les Matins du Monde, a highly fictionalized story about Saint-Colombe, his daughters, and his student, the composer Marin Marais. Many of these pieces were dances, like this one, Pavane l'Entretien des Dieux, The Conversation of the Gods, by Saint-Colombe's contemporary harpsichordist and composer Jacques Champion-Chambonnière.
Pavan l'entretien des dieux by French Baroque composer Jacques Champion Chambonnier. Richard Carr Consort performed on our featured release Monsieur de Saint-Colomb et ses filles. Harmonia is a production of WFIU. Support comes from Early Music America, a national organization that advocates and supports the historical performance of music of the past, the community of artists who create it, and the listeners whose lives are enriched by it. On the web at earlymusicamerica.org. Additional resources come from the William and Gail Cook Music Library at the Indiana University Jacob School of Music. We welcome your thoughts about any part of this program or about early music in general. Contact us at harmoniaearlymusic.org. And you can follow our Facebook page by searching for Harmonia Early Music. The writer for this edition of Harmonia was Sarah Schilling. Thanks to our studio engineer, Michael Pashkash, and our production team, Luann Johnson, Wendy Gillespie, Aaron Kane, and John Bailey. I'm Angela Mariani, inviting you to join us again for the next edition of Harmonia. <laughs>